Okay. I will soon be as soon as I can get off AT and T. Oh, there's one. Oh, this is good because there's I actually one want to defector. Have it out on this. There's one defector. Are you going to, uh, Mr. Uh, Silverman? Are you no, going to defect? I, I I use several times a day the. Uh, Talking on the phone and uh, using the data. I use the the talking on the phone. How is the (laughs) talking on the phone? Like, okay, I'll send you that email and then forwarding it to them or (laughs) giving directions to uh, to somebody. I have to. I have to be able to do that. And with the Verizon iPhone, I won't be able to. I also am a little nervous about the. Oh, I see what you're saying. You want data. You want data and voice together, and you can't do this. You're the first person I've met because that is one of the things a CDMA network will not do that AT and T's GSM network will do. I use it all the time. So you're the first one I've met who said that's an issue. I mean, I've I've heard it. You know, in a theoretical way. Okay, that's good. To know. I'm going to say that I'm not switching, and I think everyone will be shocked at how few other people will switch as well. I'm not switching, I and nobody agree. else is either. That's I, my claim. We'll see. You know, we we will see. Credit Suisse predicts that 23 percent of AT and T iPhone users will defect. Wow. So, well, well that's a big ass. Wow. Number. I mean, I don't yeah. know if we want to wait till that's after a the big other number. I don't know if we want to wait to talk about it because I actually have issue with that, too. There's a difference between what everyone says they're going to do and what they're going to do. I believe 23% say they're going to switch or say they really hate the current situation. But they won't. They won't, man. They say they want to, but, you know, they probably haven't looked at their contract. If you're in a family plan, it's kind of difficult to switch because you end up losing that connection between uh, your family for free voice calls. You, um, I think it's a lot harder to jump away. I think over time you may see a lot of defections, but you're not going to see a lot of defections with this phone. I think a lot of people will also wait for iPhone 5. Well, that's the question I've been asking my radio listeners is, okay, you're on Verizon. You've been waiting for a year. You've heard the rumors for a year. You've been dying for an iPhone. Yay! Or in the words of John Oliver of The Daily Show, F yeah! <laughs> I just no, saw that. Wasn't that a funny bit? <laughs> what, the, and, you can tell he's never been to a technology announcement Well, you know what's before. funny is, uh, is uh, Andy Anako of MacBreak Weekly was at this event, and uh, he said it was very strange. We're all sitting there quietly waiting for Verizon to come on stage, and somebody all of a sudden jumps up and goes, F yeah! And everybody looks over, and it's John Oliver with the cameras, <laughs> and obviously they're pre-taping this oh, reaction. Oh, that's hilarious. Right. And yeah. then he says, and then he does it again. Obviously, they wanted yeah. a second angle, as anybody who's worked in TV knows this was all fake. And then, of course, they cut it appropriately because they put the F yeah right after the announcement. That's awesome. <laughs> I know. I love I love the daily. It's the greatest TV show in the world. And anyway. It totally ruined the ambiance of the announcement. You know, Verizon tried to have this little jazz music going on. <laughs> the guys black. <laughs> <laughs> it was great that they just destroyed the ambiance. I, I was like, that's John that. Oliver right there. Although I think Andy said he felt it, you could see afterwards, Andy was uh, that Oliver was a little chagrined that he had to had to do it and then had to do it again. It was oh, embarrassing. They, I guess Imagine. it's hard in that kind of situation yeah. to muster up the courage. Yeah. To, it's a, it's, a it's great. <laughs> it's a little embarrassing. <laughs> in any event, my point is that there are a lot of Verizon owners who have, you know, for a year been dying for this to happen. And maybe they will jump. You know, maybe maybe they will jump. But this is what I told my radio audience. Ask yourself how you're going to feel in June when an iPhone 5 is announced that supports, let's say, the Verizon 4G network. Are you going to say, F yeah! <laughs> or, it's going to be F me! Oh, man! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's not, that's going to hurt. And you got another year and a half on your contract, and you're going to have to spend 500 bucks if you want to upgrade. People don't realize all the little ways that we have carrots on sticks that trap us into our current situation with AT&T. The first of which is, imagine everyone you know who has an iPhone right now 
right now, every time you call them, whether it's morning, noon, or night, you are calling absolutely free. You're spending no minutes nonstop. You're able to access your data while you're on the phone with them. And uh, you you are obviously you have to pay a termination fee to get out of the contract. Then you have to pay even more hundreds of dollars to buy the exact same phone that you just bought on a different network. And then that phone is not going to have data while you talk on it. And here's the part that I think people don't realize, expect to see a lot of these stories. Right now, we have sort of an Obama situation with Verizon where we all hate AT&T and we project this imaginary face onto Verizon. It's going to be this magical wonderland where we never drop calls and we're going to find out that Verizon is human just like the rest of us. And those are the stories that we're going to be hearing about two months from now. Wait a minute. Are you saying there's there's no hope? I'm saying and there'll be no change. That's what I'm there's saying. There's no change? Meet there's the no new change. boss. Same as the old boss. Right? You know, the also, boss. Leo, I don't think yeah. iPhone 5 is going to be an LTE phone. You don't? Oh, wow. No. no I don't Apple, Apple didn't jump that fast. Remember what happened with It took a long 2G? time to go to 3G. Right. It took a long time to go. I think they'll wait. They'll do, they want to do two things. They probably want to wait till AT&T's network is a little built out, which starts uh, the middle of this year. And they're going to want to wait until LTE is mature uh, before they do that. And then they'll do a single chip that will be able to handle both networks, and they'll be off and running. So I in other words, the, uh, should, should Verizon customers not worry about iPhone 5 and just take the leap? I think they could go to iPhone 5. I think it'll be a different enough phone that it'll be attractive if they there want to do be, it. There will be other stuff that they'll right. want. But also yeah. keep in mind that right now Verizon is tiering the data pricing for LTE, but and they don't have an unlimited um, a data plan for LTE. They do have an unlimited data plan for 3G. So if you, if you want to make that jump, uh, it's going to be a lot more expensive, I think. That, in fact, yeah, you actually brought up one other thing as well. Uh, keep in mind also, most of the people I know who have an iPhone are still grandfathered in to their unlimited AT&T contract. And they all know that once the, the load gets lightened on the AT&T network, they're going to get a lot more service out of it. And they'll be glad to have that unlimited. And granted, you will ha- you they are offering unlimited over at Verizon, but it's a big change and it's a big leap and it's a big unknown with we how actually, happy you're going to be. Do we know? Because I think Verizon declined to say what their data plans are going to be. Oh, really? They're, they're, they aren't saying yet what the data plans are going to be for the iPhone, but chances are they'll be the same as the other yep. smartphones. Yeah. They have exactly. to compete with it. And one thing... One one story that I think it's going to be the sleeper story, I think, out of this whole announcement is we all blame AT&T for these terrible dropped calls. But what if the fault is Apple's? I totally is- believe that. I, I believe that for years. Yeah. I, I honestly I, I think. I do, too. Because I, <laughs> I've been with AT&T since 1997, and I never once ever noticed dropped calls. Now, here's the counter argument. Uh, Apple iPhones work fine overseas. Yeah, well, exactly. Yes, so it's AT and T. Oh shoot! No wait, that screws up my point. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Exactly. Damn. You, no, you, you know, know what, if, Brian? If, that's if, exactly how you respond to something like that. Exactly. You my my point exactly, sir. <laughs> and then just See, move I've on quickly. Learn it from the experts. Just move I'm on screwing quickly. this all up. <laughs> Say, yes, that's what I said. <laughs> that proves my point. So anyway, <laughs> and most ninety nine percent of the people listening will go. That Schwood is so smart. <laughs> Not he anymore. Is, he is so smart. You it's would, this intellectual honesty. I got to get rid of never it. Never admit be successful. it. Never admit it, my friend. <laughs> If you if you talk to AT and T executives and you kind of get them in like a quiet room, uh, they will try to put the blame for the iPhones dropped call they issue blame on. Apple. They blame Apple. Oh, but but they let me guess. Apple. But they let never me guess. Want to say that on the record. Who does Steve Jobs in private blame? 
He, I'm sure he blames AT&T. Did- I'll tell you, I worked in the AT&T building, and I got a big group of us iPhone users. We went up the elevator and said, you know, what's the problem? Why doesn't <laughs> our phone work in the damn Did AT&T Did you carry torches building? and pitchforks? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And the guy literally said, go to the iPhone store and ask them. Oh, so we did. Right, we went right, with our that's the answer they give you to the iPhone store, and they said, "Go back to AT and T and ask them," which is the old Microsoft, you know, software right. thing where they were always pointing right. fingers. So, words, yeah. But it'll be really interesting. Maybe not likely that it is an AT and T. I don't, I don't problem. think this will give us I the doubt answer. It. Can, can we open a? Uh, can we open a betting pool here? I guess what AT and T has ninety two point seven or something, ninety three million subscribers. Verizon has what ninety seven million subscribers. What and by if, the way, that number flip flopped because of the iPhone. It used to be Verizon on top, AT wow. second. So if right. we're if we're going to create an office pool here, total number of defections before the iPhone five is released. I guess with the, over the next six months or so, what what what's your number, Leo? Uh, do I get to go first? Yeah, ten. Ten million. Ten million. That's so I think in the, that's high. That's in the next four months. That's a lot, isn't it? it, what, that's it defections is from AT and T to does it have to be defections or sales? I'm saying ten million sales. Oh no, no yeah, I definitely there definitely will be ten million sales. I'm going to say uh, we, that, we won't know the defection number though. Well, well, we I'm sure there'll be some survey that that vets survey it out. says. I'm going right. to say that maybe three million will defect. Ooh, tiny three to five million from AT and T. See, I'm only saying ten percent. You're saying three million is like nothing. That's three yeah. percent. Yeah. No, I'm saying 10 to 15 million for sure. Leaving I, I, AT&T and then signing up with Verizon? I'm saying they're willing to just, you know, eat that, that termination. They're going to take no, a flyer. I, I think a, Dropped calls drive us nuts. I, I think you, you overestimate children. the affluence of most iPhone well, users. Well, that's a good point. I think, I, I think it's a, it's a significant, a you know, it's, $300 quit fee is very big. The well, number, the number is 5%. 5%. 5%. 5%. Of AT and T users will jump, but it won't be immediately. It'll be over this year, length of this year. Five percent Chat- over the year, over the right, year, over the year. year. Chat room, yeah. chat room is saying how many people? What is the percentage? Chat room. Let's give you a chance uh, to vote. Uh, a lot of people. DJ say five Flux to seven. says four million. Big Jim five to seven million. Two million. That's the low number from Captain Kipper. Fifteen uh, percent. That's pretty. Ten to twenty percent. That's uh, that's a lot. Anything anything in double digits is is insane. They're they're high yeah. on the crack. Well, you, people are miserable. That's I mean, the thing. You, you can't underestimate the misery of an AT and T iPhone. I'll user. tell you what. Well, except, can be... except that's in that's in certain uh, locations. You know, if you're out in um, smaller towns that have three G, works fine. I know it okay. works fine. It's in the large yeah, large cities. It's in San Francisco and and New York and Los Angeles. In Houston, it works pretty good. <laughs> You know, when we have problems is during drive time when people are on the phone driving home. This is a commuter town. And that's when suddenly you get dropped calls during the middle of the day. It's not a real problem here. You know, picture this. You know who makes the most money in all this? Gazelle.com. They actually told me because we, we, they were at it. Yes, I said it. Oh, we love it when there's a new iPhone. We loves it, and especially if it's a new iPhone on a separate carrier. We loves it. Hey, let's take a break. We've got a great panel. They're all Southerners from Austin, Texas, Mr. Brian Brushwood. Your honor. Now, Brian, you got a new site. Yeah. Tell the people about this this new site. This is a crazy idea. This is a performance art piece that's going to take me decades to do, and in the end, I will never even get to see the results. And I can't decide if it's morbid, if it's creepy, if it's if it's distasteful or funny or weird. 
But it's existential, at least. Yeah, yeah. But basically, <laughs> my birthday is tomorrow, January seventeenth. Okay. And Happy starting birthday. tomorrow, starting tomorrow, I'm gonna have to log in to afterlife.me. That's after lyfe. dot me. Yeah. And I'm gonna have to give it my my login and name to remind <laughs> it that I am alive. Because this website will have all of my social media credentials. It'll have all my Twitter passwords, all my Facebook Wait a minute. Passwords. So this is a dead man switch for the internet? It, it's a dead man switch for Brian Brushwood. And for the rest of my life, I will check in. You have to do this every day? Every year on my birthday. Oh, on your birthday. And oh, good. I was going to say, if you had to do it every year, no, you're that in trouble. that would be crazy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So once a year on your birthday. I have to check in, let it know. Can I do this too? Yeah. Well, and that's that's what I, you know what's funny is I thought I would do it just for me, but so many people have already expressed an interest. So here's what happens. You got a baby. You got an internet startup. You shouldn't be doing this on the radio for free. <laughs> you got to be go down the Sand Hill Road, baby. But, you got to sell this. <laughs> you got to sell this, baby. Dude, I'm a magician, man. I'm a showman. I'm P.T. Bar him in the 21st century so uh, here's, here's what happens they, uh, let me tell people so who are listening because i know the video people are know what we're talking about but the people at home listening a-f-t-e-r-l-y-f-e dot me is yes. the website and the idea is is once it assumes i've died once i fail to check in and, and it thinks i've kicked the bucket it will take all of my tweets and all of my posts all my social updates and it will create a digital simulacrum of a living brian no, and you read retweet. Demon. This is straight out of Demon. I know what you're doing. No, I here. actually haven't read it, but but it will continue. The, the basic thing is, at the very least, it'll it'll retweet the I last year of my life I over and this. over and over again. Every tax it, time, you'll hear me gripe about taxes. Oh, I'm telling you, you'll get Christmas. I'm tweets. telling you, all you have to do is create a create a site and and have the tagline the dead man switch for the internet because you got because that's the one line that's the right, elevator right. pitch right. And if you did that right now and you charge people a buck a year. To 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 renew right every year Do they have it. to give you a buck for their birthday okay and then and then you they will get... have at least at the very least four or five hundred dollars a year all yours Reed. this is clever. your profit well the idea also is here's what blows me away because I I thought it's just a crazy idea because I didn't know if it was morbid or not but the questions people are coming up with are amazing like can you pre-write tweets to be released to say oh. the things you could never say when you were oh. alive <laughs> like <laughs> you know? Mark Twain yes exactly yes. exactly right and uh, or and then other people said can somebody can you eventually analyze your tweet cloud and come up with New content where it finds That's what you articles. Really need. I think we need to get an AI. The type of articles yeah, that you that would, would have actually just when continue you were alive. You. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then that opens up the other idea: What if I become more popular in death? As a Twitter account than I ever was. Well, when that's I was what alive. happened to me. That's what I've been dead. Alive? I don't know. Everybody knows I've been dead for four years. <laughs> this is, that's exactly what happened to me. I died in the second year of Twit, and they've just been. They have video clips. They've just been cobbling together. But uh, they keep re-releasing your albums. Leo. Absolutely, it goes forever. It's can beautiful. I tell you where this actually you came know, this from? This is so getting hacked. Uh, Brushwood what? is so getting hacked. Someone Pe- will hack this. People say that, but it's like if what you want is to access someone's social media site, why don't you just hack their social media site directly? Right. But, but it's know. all in one place. Can I ask a question? If 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 you do die, yes. does this site suddenly go red or something? I mean, he's like a big, <laughs> he's dead, he's dead. I mean, well, is there some alert? You would have to probably pre-write your tweets saying, uh, hey, as you probably heard, I've, I've croaked. Uh, for, <laughs> we hope you enjoy reruns for the rest Can of the Can I eternity. tell you something really morbid? <laughs> yes, please. Uh, you know, I'm going to Antarctica. I'm going to go on a South America cruise. I'm going to be gone for three weeks, everybody. Sorry about that, but I have to take a vacation someday. You want to someday. open this account before you go. Yeah, I might. Well, I was thinking, I'm going to Antarctica. I'm thinking, what if I croak? So I'm going to actually record a video that says, if you're watching this, I am dead. And then I was going to just, you know, tell, give, give people my instructions. That's awesome. You totally should do that. Brian, wash your freaking hair. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't know what it'll be, but you know, I was think I, I t- actually, you know, I don't know. You, ha- I have a disaster mentality, and where I will, th- I will kind of think about. 
I don't I don't dwell on it. I don't get obsessive. But I think about like what if the worst happens? And I always when I go on a plane flight, I think you know I'm, I'm going to say goodbye to my kids as if I may never see them again. And, and you know the tongue in the ear, they really are starting to hate that. But uh, <laughs> the wet willies aren't going over so well. <laughs> but but I, I really was, and I was I'm, I'm probably in the shower when I do this. I don't know why this stuff comes to me in the shower, and I'm thinking now what would I say? And I and I I saw myself on the ice flows getting colder and colder with a with my camera in my hand recording my last thoughts and i'd like you brian to host twit for me <laughs> from now and, and 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 is that morbid no i think it's, it's exactly what this is well and this is a new world that we live in where the problems that the abilities we have to to extend our personalities and just as we call the chat room your your prosthetic brain you you inject your personality into your tweets I your agree. updates and so on and here's the whole idea kind of flashbacks two years ago i was uh, a friend of mine my best friend from college committed suicide right oh dear and, but oh, the way i God, heard about Brian. it was from a dubious source right. and uh, you didn't and I, believe it well because it was this flaky kid from high school and i didn't know if he was messing with me or not so i opened up i am and there's my my buddy's name and i went to type and i was like what the hell do you type oh are <laughs> you, you are you there yeah you're like uh <laughs> hey are are, are, you, are dead? you dead by any chance? <laughs> I'm and, glad you can laugh about it now. Well, That's it, actually pretty heavy. And what's funny is I have spent the last two years, like, seri- it's only been in the last few months that I've gotten less angry about it because suicide's sure, a weird it's a thing. Hard, like it's that, an right? angry And act, you want to blame them and it's not fair. Please. Like, how Kids, great don't we- commit suicide. No, yeah. There's well, my little PSA. <laughs> That's my you. call a suicide hotline. Don't don't kill yourself because it's not nice. But, Everybody, you think it's going to be good. They're going to be at the funeral. They're going to be saying good things about you. First of all, you're not going to know <laughs> because you're dead. And second right. of all, they're mad at you because it's like you you, you it's like a, a damaging thing to do. It's well, not a it good totally thing to is. do. And I honestly think I would have forgiven him a lot earlier if he could have made me laugh or think from beyond the grave with some random thing he had tweeted in the past, you know? Right, right. Like, that's, that's, that's the idea with all of this. I, but if you I want like to check that. it out. I think that's really cool. After L-Y-F-E dot me, I want to do it. And I think you should really do a startup. I'm telling you. All right. Well, maybe I'll take this seriously. I have an idea for you. you. You know how when you go to the doctor and there's that thing like doing, you know, beep, 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 beep for your heart? Oh, you could have like you a little... You could have that. Yeah, just have it go flatline when the person dies. Is Brian Brush with stillalive.com it just says yep <laughs> until it says nope well there's that uh, uh, you know the guy who did fish a- Abe on, Vigoda is Abe Vigoda dead right they still, they, <laughs> yeah. that's, he's not by the way he's still alive I, I saw a tweet t- this morning that kind of reminded me of that it was uh, I guess there was some uh, a bogus information that Nelson Mandela had passed away and somebody I, from South Africa tweeted the, the Twitter's like the serial killer of the internet Nelson Mandela I just had got off the phone with him he's not dead and I thought that that's, you know, Twitter declares people dead prematurely all the time. Oh, yeah. Justin Bieber has to deal with that repeatedly. There's waves of Justin Bieber RIPs out there. Yeah. You well, mean- newspapers, you know, write uh, well in advance obituaries for people who are likely to die, high risk people. Anybody like- here ever get that call? Which one? That, From the that- newspaper. Saying that they're dead? This happened in the Wall Street Journal. It was a very strange thing. And I don't know why, but they called me and they asked me a lot of questions. They said, well, you know... Uh, we're thinking of uh, doing an article about you. This was a couple of years ago, and then nothing. I think they were writing my obituary. Well, they pre-write all that That's stuff, right? right? That's Dwight, what Gina Dwight was knows saying. the inside sauce. Dwight, he probably has folders full of pre-written obituaries. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've had to do that. It's it's kind of creepy to have to do. Yeah. It is. It is kind of creepy you've, to have to do. You've done it too, Gina? Yeah, I used to have to do that at ABC News. We do little pieces of people who we expected to die soon, you know, Bob Hope, Frank Sinatra, whatever. And we would just create these things and have them ready to run. But what happens is sometimes they accidentally run. Oh, 